Well, hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. It's the week of October 25th, and we are bringing you news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, always great to be with you, sir. Hey, Jenny. It's great to be back with you again this week as well to talk more about the freight markets. Well, Mays, a lot has obviously happened since we last recorded. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I'm going to give you the honors here. That's right, Jenny. This past week, we have seen some volatility, not necessarily in the full truckload freight market, but in freight news. And the news was quite surprising. As of Thursday, October 19th, it was reported that Convoy, which is a Seattle-based trucking startup, had closed its doors after a four-month search for an acquirer had failed. Not only that, but Metal Lark Transport, which had approximately 350 power units and certified freight logistics, closed its doors last week. So Maze, what I'm curious to hear from you is what has been the impact that we've seen in the market? You would think there'd be a lot more volatility in the freight market markets, but maybe it's something to come in the future. This will likely continue to be the headlines over the next few months as we continue to stay in a prolonged depressed freight market. But it also goes to show how much more supply we currently have than demand as the number of brokerages and the number of carrier authorities continue to decline week after week. But the question remains, how much longer and how much more of this trend needs to be seen to start seeing it reflect in the freight markets and start turning the tables for the carriers. Well, it could be a lot sooner than what we anticipated should we continue to see large brokers and large carriers exit the market at the rate that we are seeing it today. But Maze, let's talk about what the full truckload market looks like today. Break it down for us. Well, Jenny, overall, the market has continued to be in a depressed state and declining for carriers. Now, volumes overall, as we mentioned last week, were declining through most of October, but over the past week, we believe it found its bottoming and it has started to plateau. And what call-outs do you have for us this week? I would say the most significant call-out is when you look at all the volume-driving markets throughout the U.S. It doesn't matter what region it's in, the markets with the highest outbound volume seem to continue to be oversupplied with capacity. It can be Los Angeles and Ontario and Southern California, or Dallas, Fort Worth, Atlanta, Georgia, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, or even Chicago, Illinois. All of these top tier markets continue to have more supply than demand in the market. This is leading to declining rates, lower rejection rates on both drive-in and reefer. And this doesn't seem like it's going to start changing anytime soon. When you look at more remote markets or lower volume markets, you're definitely seeing some volatility, especially with the weather that we are going to be experiencing this week in the upper Rocky Mountain region. And this is something that Maze and I are continuously monitoring, especially as we start approaching more of the winter months with snow and freezing weather conditions. And it's not just the winter weather that we're gonna be seeing in the upper Midwest in states like Montana and Idaho, but there's still a lot of activity out in the Atlantic Ocean. And there's still a potential for some storms to take place in this hurricane season. Well, let's not jinx anything yet, right? But why don't you tell us what we're looking at in terms of the tender rejection rate and also the national average rate per mile. I'm very curious to know if that's jumped up at all since the news last week. At a national level, the freight market continues to be on a pretty steadily slim decline week over week. Volumes have plateaued and so have tender rejections below 4%. Now rates 
have also started to decline once again. And the line haul decline is actually being masked by the increase of fuel that we've continued to experience. But overall, we seem to be in a pretty stagnant place with slim declines week over week. All right, well, you know what it's time for, the regional breakdown maze. Why don't we get started in the Midwest, a region we have definitely been keeping a close eye on over the last couple of weeks. We are still seeing softening in the significant markets that are driving most of the volume out of the Midwest. But it's important to call out that more rural markets in the Midwest are seeing some volatility with slim increases. But this could pick up some steam in the coming weeks with winter weather, which we are already expecting over the next few days. Now, as we drive through November, it's important to keep an eye out on reefer freight originating out of the Midwest, especially as temperatures decline farther and more freight has to be shifted to freeze protect. This could even rally up drive-in rates later in November. But for the foreseeable future, we are likely going to see a pretty stagnant market throughout the Midwest over the next few weeks with a little bump potentially given with the end of October. All right, now what's happening over on the West Coast? The West Coast continues to be split. Markets in Arizona are in a steep decline. And I called this out last week because we saw an irregular pickup the week prior to that. But similar to the Arizona Cardinals, the state of Arizona is not bringing any luck for drivers with rates decreasing as the Cardinals continue to struggle to win some games. While the opposite can be said for the San Francisco market, as it remains one of the few higher volume markets that has some strength still, similar to the dominant 49ers this year. Now for the Pacific Northwest and the rural markets like Grand Junction, Colorado on the West Coast, these still continue to have some momentum, but the markets with higher volumes on the West Coast that really drive the industry remain to be loose and experience some declines. We are likely to start seeing the Pacific Northwest start experiencing some loosening, I would say in the midpoint of November prior to the holiday weekends, but it could actually even happen sooner as we're already starting to see pressure in the Pacific Northwest show some signs of weakening increases compared to where we have seen the increases in the last couple months. Good to know. Now, why don't we jump on over to the East Coast, but specifically talking about the Northeast maze. Now, Northeast still continues to somewhat surprise me with every single market experiencing declines on freight originating them, except for one, and that's Bristol, New Hampshire, with a very, very slim increase. Now, the major markets like Harrisburg and Elizabeth, New Jersey, continue to show pretty strong decreases. And with these large volume driving markets showing decreases, I don't see any signs on tightening in the Northeast in the coming weeks. Probably not until the midpoint of November due to the more of the holiday pushes. Now let's continue the drive down I-95 and head on over to the coastal region. What's happening there? It's a very similar story to the Northeast. Fortunately for the Carolina Panthers, they had a bye week this past week, but unfortunate for the carriers out in the coastal region, picking up some freight. It was just another week of losing some strength on rates to shippers, with every market seeing week-over-week -week decreases except for the Charlotte, North Carolina market that again saw a very slim increase, not really noticeable, and really only in city and local runs. Overall, the coastal is going to continue to be a market that is not favorable to carriers 
in the near term. All right, I'm looking for a little something different here in the Southeast. Take me home, Maze. What's going on? I could have honestly probably just have combined the Northeast, Coastal, and Southeast all into one because it's the same update. Every market in the Southeast saw declines week over week for the average rate originating out of the region, out of the market, except for Birmingham, Alabama. Now, more importantly in the Southeast is the largest markets by volume, such as Atlanta, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida, Lakeland, Florida, have all seen pretty significant decreases since last week, over 2%. This is something to continue to keep an eye on. These carriers picking up freight in these regions need to make sure that they are demanding a higher rate for freight destined there because they will not get a promising rate leaving here. Why don't we wrap up with the South? We haven't seen too much of a change in average for freight picking up out of the South region since last week. Now, there is a more noticeable shift on city and local runs, seeing a pretty significant decrease around 4%. At the end of the day, the major volume markets such as Fort Worth, Houston, and Dallas haven't changed too much and is relatively stagnant with slim declines. When we jump down to the border, we're seeing some volatility, especially in Lubbock and Laredo, but nothing to call out just yet. Keyword, just yet. Now we've spoken about where each region sits with regards to rates and tender rejections. I would love to hear from your perspective. How has the closing of those large carriers and convoy really affected the market? Should we expect to see any change? Should there be volatility that we should expect? Give me the skinny on this. Um, I know our listeners are, are dying to know here. None of this is really causing too much volatility, if any. Now, yes, we have been seeing more action in the spot market after last week's news, but to be honest, it doesn't change the fact that that demand was already gonna be in the marketplace regardless, and we still have too much supply. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how shippers behave and react to this news in the coming months, especially because we are right in the start of RFP season. Are we gonna to start to see more freight being pushed out into the spot market? Is that going to drive rates up in defense of the carriers that are taking on that freight, especially as we near the holidays? Or are we going to continue to see a squeezing of this very tight margin of $1.50, $1.53, given that five cent increment up or down in the market in November and in December? This is something that we are going to be closely watching over the course of the next couple of weeks. Now, I don't think we're going to see any type of rally pushing rates significantly higher throughout the next few months. But these headlines could help carriers start getting to a more stabilized environment with higher contract rates, which ultimately will help support them for a longer term market change. And really, Jenny, I think Knight Swift Transportation's management team put it very well, where they called out that they see a potential inflection point coming soon with the exiting of carriers in the market and the struggles that brokerages are having there. At some point, this will start to put some pressure on contract rates and the overall marketplace. It may happen to spot first, but I really believe spot is not going to be the route to a upward rally on overall rates until we see that pressure put onto contract rate. 
So now before we go, I do think that it's worth noting there has been a UAW strike expansion in the last 24 hours of recording this. Uh, we are currently sitting at about 40,000 UAW workers on strike at Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. Uh, and they also just recently, within the last 24 hours, shut down Ram uh, a Ram truck plant. So we are keeping a very close eye on this, but that development and I think its impact will not be seen until another few months, especially as we inch closer to the holiday season in December when folks are more inclined to purchase new cars. As always, Jenny, it was great talking to you about the freight markets and everything that was in the news last week, as the last week has been quite volatile when it comes to the news, but not so much for drivers and carriers and shippers moving the freight. Well, not yet. We will see that impact. And Maze, I will always rely on you to bring it to us when that does happen. That said, we will see you next week with an all new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. And until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Yeah.